And away we go! Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of Relatively Subjective, where we, as relatives, talk about stuff related to movies. I'm George! <laughs> Yay! I'm David. And uh, we're cousins, and we talk about movie-related things. Today's episode is all about us, as us. people. But also the movie Us. And... We've got a lot to say about it, I think, right? Oh, yeah. This oh, is going to be a long episode. Good. good. <laughs> For multiple reasons, actually. Yeah. Because... This movie was long. It's two hours and one minute or something. Uh, it's like it's, a little a, over... it's an hour and 56 minutes. Is it? That's what IMDb says. Well, Google said something different. Lies. Google says two hours, one minute. Look, it's on my screen. I see it. And it's different from I your screen. It. It's different from my screen. Conspiracy my screen. much? He says one hour and Oh, my God. Uh, I'm not really sure how they count, though. Is it like the entire it should just be from beginning to credits right why would that be such a large disparity some anyway yeah. you know what it doesn't matter doesn't matter <laughs> we have to get time going. doesn't exist here <laughs> in this room uh let's talk trailers first no let's talk news first no let's talk what are you watching first that's what we're talking about is, is that okay what are you watching uh so uh part of the reason why i think this tra- this episode is going to go long is because yeah, lots to say to uh, about I have other a, stuff. I you have watch. a lot to say about the other two shows that I'm watching that I finished from the last time that we recorded. Just go ahead and talk about Death Love Robots. First. Oh my God, Death Love Robots! If you have not seen this show, you need to see this show. It's the show we briefly spoke about. I uh, spoke about last week. This show's fantastic. Just short animated features. Every single featurette could be its own full fe- full feature length movie. Yeah, I loved. Every single one, almost. Mm-hmm. There was only one that I was just kind of like, eh. But was it, it the, still wasn't like bad. Was it, was it the just kinky like, one? One with the 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 person witnessed a murder and then they were chased throughout. Like oh a, no, I liked that one. I didn't. I, I didn't. Thought, just I, I thought that was it, a cool. I, I mean, I figured it was going to be a cool. Yeah, loop, but, they but I thought it was cool. I don't like how they just like were like, it's a loop. Cool, yeah, right? Forever. I was like, mm, no, no. <laughs> give I me want something more explanation. What's I, going I was on okay here? with no explanation. Yeah. The one that I was talking about that didn't hit as hard was the one that included live action. Oh, the wait, one, which one? The one there was only the, one. The pilot one. Which no, one? That that wasn't live Listen, action. You gotta tell me because the the animation was so great on a lot of these that it <laughs> there was literally like... only one that used live action, and that was the refrigerator episode. Or the freezer episode. Who was in that? It was um, Topher Grace. Topher Grace and, and that other chick. Yeah, and you didn't like that one. I, I like I said, it wasn't that I didn't like it. I just thought it hit it didn't hit as hard for me as all the others. Well, because it wasn't fully animated. I, maybe, I guess. but also I just I thought it was fun. It was cool. It was funny. But yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like surreal or anything. It was just like you know they have a, a the the entirety of human existence every twenty four hours in their freezer. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. And it was cool, yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially when they went to the future. And now, I was like, the sexy, mind blown. The sexy loop one was definitely my least favorite. But I liked like that Like you one. said, like it was fun to watch. Yeah, it was beautiful, beautifully animated, yeah. it, even it, it, and voice acted. Even though it was just breaths, right? It, it was, was awesome. Um, it was similar to Spider Verse kind of stuff. Yeah, they, I love they, it. They, yeah. It was they, comic yeah. booky. They had one. like you know when doors closed, there was that little that like sna- that slam yeah. kind of thing that would pro up on the screen. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, literally, I could talk for an hour about each one. Yeah, I thought they were all fantastically great. And again, if you haven't seen them, watch them. Watch them. Even from the very first one, it caught me 
so by surprise, but it was so good. And because it's an anthology, you can literally just pick whichever episode sounds interesting to I mean, you by yeah. title, description, I would just whatever. Say, watch them in, watch in a row, though, just because that's what I did. I literally, they were 18, and I, I watched 15 in a row just doing laundry because yeah, they were and, fantastic. Yeah, and they're each not even five minutes sometimes. Some of them, so, yeah, they range from like five to, five, to, <laughs> five to 15 minutes. But they're fantastic. Yeah. And they're beautifully animated. Some of them are a little bit more cartoony. Some of them are a little more funny. Some of them are a little more serious. But they're like, oh, they're yeah, so good. So good. So good. So good. Can't wait for season two, which is probably going to happen. I Oh, I imagine. But And I was talking to my supervisor actually about this. Do you think that the next like anthology is going to be 20 completely random? Or do you think they're going to take a few to add like a, a sequel to? Maybe the ones that... Because some of them ended definitively. Yeah. Maybe some of the the ones that that didn't, didn't that didn't yeah, but I don't know I I don't think I'd want to see that the part of the charm of this was is that it was a one off I never will see anything yeah. about this ever again it leaves me like ah oh, it was sweet but you know it's in the past it's, now it and is I must gone. let it go fleeting moment that that universe is no longer in my world so gotcha yeah I thought yeah. that I yeah Give I me really just love brand them. new ones I want yes oh my god yes they were so good yeah watch it. Watch it. Yes. Watch it. Watch it three times. Um, yes. And then I also, like, really soon after our last recording, I finished You. Mm. How'd that go? <sighs> so you just... Literally, literally... There was a decline the entire it, time. It, like, the sound I made when it ended was just like... <laughs> so, like, an angry super, anime character? super frustrated. Just like... I, because, I mean, they want to give us a second season and shit, so, like, they left it on a cliffhanger. But it was just such a terrible one. I just got so upset. I was really mad. It, like, and I was mad because I invested time in this thinking it was, like, okay. Like, the first few episodes were hard to get through, but then the middle was kind of good. And then in the, at the end, it was just, like, yeah. And I was just, like, yeah. That's the exact same noise you did earlier. Uh, That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. So I do kind of want to rant at, hate to about say this. I told you so. I want to kind of rant about this. So if you are interested in watching this show, just skip like a few minutes, maybe like two or three. We're, yeah, and I'm sure this is going to be full of spoilers. So oh, if yeah. you care about that's this a, show, that's exactly why. Watch out. Uh, so, so the reason why I started watching is because it's we always we know this guy Joe is a sociopath. He's like you know in uh, love with this girl. He thinks. So he finds out everything about her from her online experience, which is super easy. Like, he's not even, like, a hacker. He just, like, oh, everything's public. You don't have a, a password on anything. So, so it's, it's like... super easy for her, him to get all the information about him. But we, what we find out is that the reason why he's so weirded about everything is because of two things in his life. One, he was an orphan, and he got adopted by the guy who owns the bookstore that he works at. And the guy who owns the bookstore was fucking insane. He had a glass, like, case in the basement where he would bring people to torment i guess and that's what joe does he brings people into this glass case it's like supposed to be for books and it's like you know humidified at a certain temperature and that there's a temperature at a certain rate to so preserve that, books so the books don't fall apart because uh, they like fix books in the basement of this place too but he keeps people in there and like there's a one-way slot where you put in food and shit and does like does he kill them he, he killed in the course of the show he kills three people 
Oh, and he gets away with it, and that's that's the worst part. Is that he act like completely gets away with it, and it's so obnoxious because, of course, no, he would never. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so so that's the first thing. He gets adopted by this guy who teaches him the ways of creepiness, and the second thing is he falls in love completely with this one girl, and the whole part, like the whole point of the show, the whole past is that she cheated on him, so he doesn't basically trust anyone, which is why he needs to control everything. So he. Uh, like goes into all of their backgrounds and like learns as much as they can about them and he like slowly but surely infiltrates their life and then tries to control them while also trying to push them away from other people that he thinks is not good for for them. In this one case with the main other character, which I already forgot her name, Beck, <laughs> that's it. Um, he kills her best friend who is also in love with her uh, and then he she kills her, his, her ex-boyfriend for just being a bad influence, because he he was a douche, but he, this show makes me so angry. I threw my phone. He doesn't. He didn't deserve to die, and he died in like the worst way. He had a peanut allergy, and he <laughs> gave him coffee with almond milk, and he like seriously asphyxiated and died. That's the most annoying way to kill someone. I think. <laughs> well, he was like a, a super hipster, like obnoxious vegan kind of so guy. So he deserved it. He did not deserve it. He just <laughs> he was he was he was a party boy, so he was a dick. But like he doesn't deserve to die. Especially mm. in that way. Anyway, so eventually he, like the whole story ends, like literally the last two episodes is us finding out that about the guy and then what he did when he found out that his ex-girlfriend was cheating on him, he killed the guy that he she was cheating on him with. He, she pushed, he pushed her him off like a ledge and he died. And so then he ran to Mooney, the guy who owns the bookstore, and he was the guy that was just like, all right, listen, this is what we're going to do. You're going to go to Italy and you're going to like, you know, be out of the country for a few days so that it doesn't get traced to you. And when you get back, you'll be fine, blah, blah, blah. Which again, would not work. But anyway. It sounds like a, an incident of, of when the, the twist comes too little too late. Yeah. I can't imagine in a series how much you must have like held on. And then when you get that explanation, you're like, I don't. Exactly. Well, that's part of it. And so the, 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 the part that gets me the worst is that uh, so he traps Beck in this glass case and he's very slowly trying to basically manipulate her to fall in love with him again. And she kind of lets it on. So she's like, oh, I wrote a story about how my psychologist was the one who killed all these people, not you. So we can like work together to do all this stuff. And he believes her. So he lets her out. Obviously, she stabs him and Good. puts him in the glass case, and he's Good. just like, you're a fucking psycho. I'm getting the fuck out of here. No, like, you you are insane. So she, like, and just, like, the sequence of events that happens for her escape, nobody would do this. Like, she has to be the dumb, and we've seen throughout the series that she's not an idiot, but... For what she has done in literally the next 30 minutes of her life was the stupidest decisions of and her life. And just a difference of character completely. Uh, absolutely. Hmm. So so she locks him in the thing <clears throat> and she leaves the keys there, which you would never do. She runs up the stairs and it's barred. Obviously, you need to go back downstairs to find the keys. Obviously, he had a spare key, so he opened it from the inside. And then there's a fight sequence where she actually takes like this big marble statue, kind of like bookend, and hits him across the face with it. And then any normal person would hit him again to Until make sure he's dead or tie him up or something. But of course she doesn't. She drops it. She grabs the keys. She runs upstairs. And before she even lock, unlocks it, he grabs her and pulls her down the stairs. And then it cuts to five months later where the book that she wrote when she was in the big glass case now became her dying memoir because he published it. Wow. So now he's 
still working in the bookstore, but Erica Beck, not Erica Beck, that's Ooh. your girlfriend. Uh, oh, just Guinevere Beck, that's her name, um, <laughs> is like this now revered and like martyr kind of um, author. And then her psychiatrist, who's actually played by John Stamos, becomes the scapegoat for all of these deaths. John Stamos is in this? Yes. And he's a psychiatrist. Uh, and that's basically how it... Oh, and then, oh, the last scene is... It's five months later, so, like, they're selling the book, whatever. People are coming in out of the bookstore, whatever. You see this girl who's got a hoodie on, but, like, a short dress walk in. And he does his, his really creepy voiceover analysis. and he's just yeah. like oh yeah you're wearing a hoodie because you don't want to be noticed but you're wearing a short dress so you do want to be noticed like all that kind of stupid yeah. stuff and then like he, he turns the corner and she takes the hood off and it's his ex-girlfriend who he thought he killed and she's still alive and then she says surprised to see me and he's just like what are you doing here he's like yeah we have something to talk about and that's how it ends wow and it was just like that hook at the end didn't like grab me it's like slapped me across the face yeah and I you got to cw back. that sounds like some gossip girl it shit. was bullshit you know it's and it's... i was very disappointed and... i'm very angry that he killed my girlfriend <laughs> first of all that's number one sorry Erica. It's number one <laughs> but number two is this show is number two it's poop it is it's shit and i told you i warned you and there you went and wasted hours of your life <laughs> where you could have been doing anything else yeah well oh well well, I did it for you too. So all of you who were listening, that you did it for the band. You too. Were, what, why I did it. For, I did it for you too. If they they told me and they were like, "Hey, Dave, I'm thinking about watching the show." And they were like, watch "Yeah, it? yeah." And yeah, I was like, yeah, "You know what, yeah. Bono? Maybe I'll watch it first. Okay, and then I'll let you know." And all so right. now I'm going to tell him to not watch it. Yeah, please. Or just listen Bono. to the recap that I just did because yeah. it's really all Bono, you need. It's not worth it, Bono. Uh, and I really yeah, hope. It's... I mean, I know that there probably is going to be like a second season. But I'm not gonna watch it. I've heard people like this show. Like people will will, will ask like, me, "Have you seen like I said, you?" And the, it's the like first, I haven't. The first six garbage. episodes aren't bad. They they play like a really good suspenseful kind of crazy guy. Okay, maybe it's because I can get behind an anti-hero show like Dexter, The Punisher, sure, when they're interesting. But yeah. this guy didn't come off as that. He came off as just creepy, and I don't see how that can carry a show. He, I mean, yeah. I, if that's how you see him, then yeah. I, I, because I, I usually... think you just have to kind of see it. If it, like your first impression of him is a person that you could see in this situation, then sure, you're gonna enjoy it. But if you can't, then no. That, that you, it, it's a deal breaker for you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was able to, I guess, suspend disbelief a little bit more for this guy. But like toward, at the end, I was just like, no. Season you, two is coming. It's a joke on both of us. Decide you should die. I bet you you're gonna watch it. I bet you're gonna see the trailer and you're be like, I kind of want to watch it now. No. And I'm gonna tell you no. And you're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> and then we're gonna be right here the next only, year in the, the same only position. Only reason I would watch it again would be is if it were already told to me that it would only be one more season and then they would end it. And then if it like actually brought me closure. All right. Otherwise, no. All right. Well then, uh, I want I want to see more Love, Death, and Robots. Yes, and, and that... I want to hear Siri call more robots pussies because yeah. that was hilarious. Yeah, all of it was so good. I love that episode. I actually like that episode a little bit less when the cat started talking. Yeah, but I still thought it was okay. Yeah it it took a weird turn yeah. at the end, but you know, but like kind of all of them do? did. 
Yeah. Even though, like, what I was actually talking to one of my friends who just started one of the episodes. I was just like, any like, expect the unexpected because anything can happen. Yeah, any weird turns that the storytelling took, you kind of forgave because of the animation. I don't know. Yeah. At least that's how I looked at it. <clears throat> I agree. I was I just agree. like, was this just has like, all been great. It's is... only been seven minutes. <laughs> I don't feel cheated. I'm happy. I'm okay. Let's yeah. move on to the next one. And yeah. that's just how it gets you. That's probably the best way to tell really? stories nowadays, especially. Yeah. They're just like, seven it's minutes. Like seven wasn't minutes. good? Whatever. Watch the next one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You didn't like it? Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the past. Yep. Hakuna Matata. Um, I rewatched The Nutty Professor last night. <laughs> Any specific reason why? Nope. It was just on when I got home <laughs> and I sat down and watched the whole thing. <laughs> nice. Great movie. I walked Is in. Is it? Uh, no. I just walked in on the first farting table scene <laughs> and I was like, all right. Guess. Here we go. I was going to do something tonight, but I guess I'm just going to watch this. <laughs> Um, oh boy! Have I been watching anything else? Have I been watching anything? Or else? are you excited to start something? Mm, I'm excited. Mm, mm, I'm mm, excited mm, to start my next show. I'm excited to get this Marvel uh, marathon going again because we haven't picked up since Incredible Hulk. But <laughs> which was the movie you started with I, last week? Wasn't I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm excited for Stranger Things three uh, season oh, three. Yeah, yeah. The trailer kind of got me pumped. Yeah. Um, I'm loving. I'm loved. I loved both seasons. But they were both yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I I don't remember not liking any part of it. Um, it was something that I watched. I swear, and I was just like, I get to talk about something I watched that was new, and now it's gone from my mind. So maybe I'll talk about it next week. But um, let's Reviews. talk trailers. Yeah. yeah. So I actually went to go see um, Captain Marvel again in IMAX. On Staten Island, which is really cool. Uh, So I have a bunch of previews from there. You guys have a big boy IMAX theater now? Yes. Nice. It's AMC, and there's also going to be uh, a Regal IMAX on the other side of the island. So if anybody can't make it to that one, look at the other one. But Staten Island's stepping up its game, son. Yeah, I I know. It's scary. I'm excited. But yeah, that's going to be where we all go. It's going to be Bushwick one day. It's. (laughs) It will be. Mark my words. In 50 years. No, you know what? As as long as all the racist people leave i'm fine yeah that's usually the case <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that as long as the racist people leave. yeah uh, all right so so you see. saw different trailers in this imax i or? did actually and i was a little disappointed in one or two of them because yeah, I you know how I like to avoid superhero movie trailers as often as possible yeah just so. I, I i went hard earmuffs yeah, when i w- exactly. was watching us and the Avengers one came on. Yes, and exactly. So I, I got two trailers that I've never seen before on the big screen. Oh, you got Spider-Man. I got Spider-Man. Damn, son. Did you watch it? I, of course I did. What are you talking about? Did you watch the Avengers one then too? Yeah. They were. Oh, they both man. played back to fucking back. Yeah, but you didn't earmuffs it? Or no, like, I don't oh, do man. that. <laughs> I did but, it. Uh, I don't care how weird I look in the theater. But uh, I was disappointed with Spider-Man. Mostly because... Ooh. Oh, we finally get to talk about this. Why? Mostly because I just wasn't ready for it. Uh, and I was just like, I want to see, first of all, how he comes back. And I don't want to see him doing any more high-flying things because he's not back yet. David, what if this movie takes place before Avengers? I didn't think of that. Yeah, maybe you should have. <laughs> you know, I was actually having a conversation yesterday with a friend and he brought to my attention... Because I asked him, who do you think is going to play JJ in the, in the, mm-hmm. for, for Tom Holland Spider-Man? And he said... They fucking better get him back. <laughs> listen, listen. Because what he said made absolute sense and it kind of scares me. 
They're not going to get J.J. because newspapers don't exist anymore. It's going to be some vice editor, J. Jonah Jameson oh, no. journalist guy. Like, he's he's the editor-in-chief for Vice, but yeah. he's not, Parker, get in here. Yeah. I want pictures of Spider-Man. Like, that's gone because yeah. those newspaper days don't exist anymore. No. So we're going to get, like, some Buzz online BuzzFeed dude. <laughs> and I'm hoping at least... Or Huffington Post. Yeah. They've got to at least keep the fact that he's, like, a crabby asshole. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's got to keep but that. He could, but he could still be, like, a younger crabby yeah. asshole. Yeah, because I was like, who are they going to cast? He was like, me. And I was like, why you? <laughs> He's just like, because they're not going to get JJ, like the yeah. old guy. It's going to be some new Vice dude. And I was like, oh, you're right. Holy shit. And I never thought about that. No. That's going to be super interesting. Yeah. But he's not even in America in this one. So What? Oh, not in this one. Yeah. In like the next one. Yeah, we were just talking in general. Gotcha. Just uh, talking Spider-Verse. Um, but yeah, man, I, I like Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio. Do you? Uh, yeah, I from guess. what you saw, from what I saw, he's doing some cool like hand magic or whatever. Yeah, I kind of feel like, especially since we've seen magic in the UC universe already, the kind of the doors are open. You can basically do whatever you want. Yeah, now. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure. I mean, I hate I hate to think that they keep going back to I got my powers from some way or shape yeah. or form from the Infinity Stones. Yeah, but you know his background is like special happening. effects master or yeah. whatever. Something's gonna happen where he experimented with Magic some sort of alien yeah. tech, and do you think the stuff I, comes true? One of the first things that I thought was that that water monster was like Mysterio's fault, and that's why he's fighting it. Like he's, the, he's oh the, yeah, no, he's, he's the kind of guy that will like create a monster and then defeat it for the notoriety. I for sure think that he's in Italy and trying to overshadow, you know, the overshadow. Spider-Man. Well, not even because Spider-Man's not there; he's just there On coincidentally, yeah. and and will save the day if need be. And he's just there like, oh, I'll just make believe that this monster's attacking monster. and I'll stop it. And then I'll be a superhero or like, you know, The Avengers famous. will ask me to be right. their team. To right. Be their team. And, and I got that immediately. Like it was hammered in at the end when he was like, oh, he looks like a cool, like he looks like Thor and Iron Man put yeah. together. And I was like, oh, so that's the angle they're going to go with. Yeah. And then we find out he's a bad guy or whatever. And all is well with the world. We're going to get a little Spider-Man noir in this. He has that weird suit, the stealth suit. Yeah. What else? He's got another suit. He's in Italy. <laughs> Nick Fury kills his friend. Oh my it's god, great. that's right. Yeah, he gets approached by Nick Fury. That was yeah. cool. Yeah. I was excited to see that. Yeah. Um, I. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. Whatever. We'll see. Cool. We'll yeah, see. I don't happens. want to talk about it too much. And let's I not talk and see it. Let's not talk about the Avengers trailer because I still haven't seen it. Okay. All right. Let's talk about the trailers that we saw before us. Okay. I saw uh, the Pet Cemetery one that you talked right. about before. Pet Cemetery, good. Me too. It looks creepy. It looks as good fuck. as fuck. Yeah, that daughter is gonna kill some people. Oh, he's gonna slice up some some, some legs. Yeah, gonna slice up those jo- John, John Lithgow tendons. Just love loop. it. Uh, we talked about Ugly Dolls and Sean Hobbs <laughs> and Rocket Man. Wait, what's Sean Hobbs? Oh, oh Sean Hobbs, like and Hobbs Shaw, and Shaw. Whatever. Okay. I was like, who the hell is Sean Hobbs? <laughs> Uh, also, you sure you don't want to talk about that again? Yes. Okay. And Rocket Man. I do want to talk about Rocket Man again, just because okay. that movie looks great. But uh, we don't have to. I listened to uh, some Elton John on the way here. Uh, yeah. But uh, so I saw finally an extended uh, trailer for Phoenix or Dark Phoenix, yeah. whatever it's called. Um, so that looks fun. I'm not excited about it because I don't care because Disney finally got all of them back. Yeah, this is going to be the, the last on. one no, no, that no, no, doesn't no. include the MCU. So yeah, thank the Lord. But Can't I, wait. I, 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 till we get I hope it. it's good. Yeah. 
Uh, I actually, one of my friends went to go see Shazam in the early thingies yeah. and said it was actually really good. So, we'll see. exactly. Oh, and then I saw back to back Dumbo and Lion King. So I've seen, the, I've seen the Dumbo trailer a couple times, but it was the first time I actually saw the Lion King trailer. And it was funny too, because my friend was like, what is this? And I was this, and I said, this is the, and I put air quotes, live action, Lion King movie. And they yeah. were just like, but it's all CGI. I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's what the animals look like in real life. <laughs> yeah. You know um, what Elton John's song I was listening to on the way here? Which one? Can you feel <laughs> the love tonight? Who do you think is going to cover that song for this movie? Ooh, The Weeknd. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Someone hip and young and cool. Uh, I, I, I was going to say it's probably going to be like John Sam Smith. Or, or Sam Smith, yeah. I did it. Done. You're welcome, Disney. Yes, do it. Um, uh, have you seen Ma? <laughs> I saw the trick. Why are you laughing? You, you thought it was funny. <laughs> I do. What are you talking about? I thought it was creepy. Oh my god! I, I want to see this movie. I, I, I'm excited. I mean, no, yeah, I want to see this movie too. But I think it's so silly. I mean, all right. So, like, high school kids are stupid. That's what we're gonna like. Oh, of course. That's what the whole movie trope. Yes, high school kids are always around. stupid. And so you meet this psychopath who's like but fatal like, attractiony, but also she like gave him murderous. All, I, she gave him all iPhone sevens. Yeah. Oh. Thanks, it's gonna be Ma. one of those things where you're like, are you avoiding me? Yeah. Like, you know, like she's and it's, the obsessive lady. She's gonna cut a dick off in this movie. I know, I saw mm-hmm. it. She's gonna like have sex with all them boys yeah. and shit. Octavia Spencer is gonna get to let loose, be crazy, and I can't yeah. wait. I'm excited. Uh, and then I saw. Did you see the opposite of Big? <laughs> Little. I can't. Are you kidding me? That movie. I'm not excited about because I've seen it already <laughs> in some shape or form before. I do think it's funny. There was a couple of lines in it, though, that did get me. Um, and I mean, we've all kind of... I feel like we've all ha- had that boss that was just, like, the boss and was just, like, they put pulled their power everywhere. Yeah. So, like, having them as a child, I think, is a kind of cute twist. Um, I don't know. I think that it was uh, when they were fighting in the parking lot and she, like, started smacking her and she was like, smack your kids! I, I, I laughed. Yeah, <laughs> I chuckled funny. at that part, yeah. Um, but... Like, it's the exact opposite of big. Yeah. In title and everything. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, And even oh. in race. <laughs> right? It's just like, oh, it's, it's little. the opposite. Cool. Um, Got it. But I think it's going to be fun. Um, I'm not going to go see it. Well, we'll see what else is coming out that weekend. But All maybe. right. Maybe uh, we'll have to review Oh, we it. saw... Um, I saw an extended trailer for La Llorona. Oh, I saw uh, that too. The Curse of La Llorona, which yeah. looks pretty cool. Yeah. I'm... Not like super stoked, but I I'm definitely gonna go see it no matter what. Yeah. I, this I this is the movie that I'm gonna bring my mom to. So yeah, I I get I I notice that I get excited for horror movies in different ways. Like if I get if we get like this ghost conjuring yeah. kind of a thing, I know what it's gonna like. I you know what you're getting yeah, into. Yeah, exactly. They it's have gonna a be full formula. of jump scares yeah. and all that. And yeah. I'm more I get more excited for Ma. weird shit like Ma. And movies made by Jordan Peele, or just like creepy shit like Pet Cemetery. Yeah. When it's creepy, you know, yeah. like hereditary shit. That's oh. when I'm like, yeah, yes. can't wait. When you hear the shwing, shwing, shwing in the in the commercials, you know it's gonna be good. But if you just see like a door slowly opening and someone looking terrified at it, yeah. you know it's gonna be like insidious or whatever. Yeah. Which That's, is fine. Which yeah. is fine. But but, but it's also know. gonna be Mexican insidious. Yeah. Mexicidious. That's what they should have called uh, it. Yeah. So, Mexican uh, Insidious. And then there was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. 
Which I'm excited. I don't even remember what the, the trailer was. I'm gonna it was it. it was just Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio being oh, in the right. 70s or that's whatever. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, so one of them is supposed to be the other stunt, stunt double. doubles. Yeah. Which. Right. It's gonna be zany. It's gonna be. It's, it's gonna have some action in it. Quentin They're Tarantino, gonna be right? n bombs in it for yeah. no reason. It's gonna be a Quentin Tarantino and romp. Margot Robbie. Yeah. So not excited. No. Gotcha. Do you not like her? No, I don't like Quentin Tarantino. Oh. I'm fine with Margot Robbie. Oh. And Leonardo you said Cameron. it like you hated Margot Robbie. <laughs> no, like, she's fine. Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. No, her. no, I was I was encompassing as, as Quentin Tarantino. Okay. I'm not the biggest fan of Quentin Tarantino. I love that guy. Um, I mean, I love his movies. I don't know him personally. <laughs> he just looks like he would be a jerk, though. Maybe. Uh, and then Booksmart. Booksmart. Oh, right. Yeah. That looks fun. <laughs> I have to look it up because I don't remember what it is. Uh, two uh, teenage girls... Um, at the end their parents think that they're lesbians and one of them thinks it's hilarious and the other one hates it (laughs) oh my god i remember this now and they're just like so cute they're like quirky girls trying to cut loose at for like senior senior year year or whatever oh yeah this looks fun this is like another like you know teenage romp kind of movie i i think it'd be funny yeah uh it was written by Susanna fogel emily hepburn Oh, it was it was directed by Olivia Wilde. That's oh, why. That's, and Jason that's Sudeikis why. is and in Jason it. Jason Sudeikis yeah. is in it. Yeah, that's why. That's why it was like it stood out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I, I laughed really hard when when she was like shotgun. Just kidding. I don't have one. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll just get in the back. Like, <laughs> that was cute. That was fun. That's cute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, pump for most of these movies, I'd say. That was a lot we went through too. Yeah. They had like well yeah I, I had like two different versions of movies to go through the Captain Marvel previews and then the Us previews. Yeah. So. But yeah, movies. Movies love, are coming movies. out. We're gonna watch them. We're gonna, gonna talk about them. them. You yeah. guys are gonna listen to them. But, right? you now you are you ready for us? Now we're ready for us. Are you ready for us? You ready for us? You ready for us? You ready for us? Are you ready for us? We here. Are you ready for us? We're here. It's us. That's it. Time. Time for us. <laughs> Spoilers ahead. <laughs> All right, that's for the end of the co- uh, that's the end of the podcast. Sorry. I'm David, and he's George. This is us. The hey, show. Hey, hey. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, full spoilers ahead for us. Obviously. If you haven't seen it and don't want to know about it, why are you listening to this? But also Lu- listen to this. Lupita Nyongo. Yes. She's amazing. She's a national and treasure who's not American. <laughs> yeah. Really. Yeah. She did I feel like she did such a good job in this freaking movie. Yeah, she was the one that stood out most. Yeah. I mean the the cast was strong. I would say not so much for the dad. I don't know if it was his character, I don't know if it was the way he was playing it, but I th- I thought he I thought he played the good hapless dad though. I think like if that was his character, he played it to a T. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> because but, I think that was the whole kind of the whole point. It wasn't about anyone else but the mom. Yeah. Like she was the main character. Mm-hmm. So the, just, I mean obviously the the family plays a part in it too, but she like she was the one we needed to focus on for good reason. Right, right. Yeah. And and she had the biggest personality. Well, and and the biggest development yeah. because we well, start yeah, we with her, her as, as a, a kid, kid and and find out why she's, she's got the a, way she is from a broken home. Her parents are either fighting or divorced um and they go to the carnival she goes to this underground like tunnel it's like a thing. house of mirrors yeah. kind of a thing um and she finds herself herself a, a, an exact copy yeah. replica whatever of herself okay and throughout the entire movie it's yeah. her story from that point basically yeah. um just to throw some stats real quick uh rotten tomatoes has it at a 95 percent metacritic 81 percent and imdb at the bottom with 7.5 7. out of yeah. 10 which Listen, is interesting. Here's here's what's interesting. 
And that's what's interesting. <laughs> now, here's what's interesting. Uh, I was told before watching this movie not to compare it to Get Out. And that is sound advice. If you're going to see this movie and, you know, you haven't... Yet. I mean, I think I think it's described best in... Um, what's his name's best uh, own words? Jordan Peele? Jordan Peele. He actually put out a, two tweets. One for when Get Out came out and then one for us. Oh. And he actually said, Get Out is a documentary. Us is a horror movie. Oh. So I think that's a really cool distinction Ooh. to kind of set yourself up before you go see this movie. Yeah. Us is meant to <laughs> scare, terrify, kind of like make you feel suspenseful, whatever. Get Out is a little more real. Yeah. And I really love that distinction. I really think that's really cool to think about. Um, and going through this movie, absolutely, this movie is creepy. This movie is going to scare you. Uh, it was. It's not gonna. I don't think it scared me in the way I thought it was gonna scare me. That it, that is very true. Yeah. Um. But I definitely thought it was a good kind of scary and yeah. a kind of scary that we may not have seen very much of before. It was very original. Yeah. You have to give it up to that. Oh, it absolutely. Was, it, it's something you'd never seen oh, before. No. And I, I loved how even the commercials didn't hint at all to what yeah. was going on. I thought it was gonna be a completely different movie. Yeah. And then what I got was. Well, I mean, we got something on a grander scale. I don't remember ever thinking that this was going to go past the family. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was just going to be about this family, and about we're going to figure out why that they I, have yeah, doubles. I honestly, I honestly thought it was going to be them at the beach house the entire movie. Yeah, and then we find out that these people in red jumpsuits and carrying around scissors, scissors. and one glove... They're just they're doubles of everyone on Earth, and they're well on the, in the United States. In the United States, and they live underneath us, and they're in rebelling in this one instant and just killing their doppelganger in spectacularly horrible fashion. Yeah, and it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. Um, I will say that in the same vein of not expecting what we got. I was expecting, and I was told not to compare it to Get Out, but I was expecting, I, was, I wasn't expecting Jordan Peele to come out with this kind of movie. I was expecting bows to be tied, loose ends are not a thing, mm-hmm. your mind has been blown, <laughs> and that's and like you're leave, left speechless you, yeah. at the end of the movie like you were at Get Out. But this had a lot of... You know things unanswered and just it was, a lot of it was kind of like left and, to your imagination, right? And it, I can't, I can't lie, it bothered me yeah. because I was going in just like, all right, Jordan Peele, master of suspense <laughs> and horror, I can't wait for you to fucking do this. And, Blow my mind, yeah. And and it was just like a lot of scary shit, a lot of shit that made me laugh, a lot of shit that made me cringe, but not the answers, the answers I wanted in my hands. <laughs> You know, right here, right, right here in, in my hand. I'm holding out my hands right now, everyone. They're not there, <laughs> and there's nothing. <laughs> no there. answers in here. No answers are there. Um, just to name a few questions: Where did they get all the jumpsuits? Why are they using scissors? And where did they get them? I understand the rabbit thing because they reproduce super fast and easy, and you food supply. Boom, cool. What government project was this? And why did they just fucking abandon it? And we're just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. If I know anything about the U.S. government is that they don't do that shit. They, they would have killed them all. I would. I was maybe thinking like, what if the government tried to clean it up, but some of them survived? Maybe that would have been 
like a cool explanation thing. And as for the twist with her not being her, did you not see that coming immediately? Immediately. Immediately, right? From the very first scene. So, yeah. So, like, to go from Jordan Peele's one other movie where you just don't know what's happening and then when you're told, you're like, what? (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) But in a good way. Yeah. Um, For him to just, like, lob these, like, easy twists that are coming your way, you know, I don't know. It it threw me off. And it didn't make me hate the movie. Yeah. Um, but it definitely took me out of it a little bit. What do you think? Did these th- same things bother um, you? Or? Honestly, the most things that actually took me out of the movie was, I think, some of the forced comedy. Uh, oh. There were there were a couple of points in the movie where, like, there was a legit beat and a look, and it was kind of like the sitcom look at the camera kind of thing, where I was just like, eh, "Do you remember really? the specific moment?" Uh, one of them, one of the jokes that I think hit. I can't remember. But one of the jokes that took me out of it was when um, they, it was just um, Winston Duke and the daughter, Shahadi, uh, like running through, like to, they, I think they were running towards the ambulance to like look for something for mm-hmm. his leg. And they like looked past the leg and they saw everyone holding hands. And he said, it looks like some sort of art yeah, installation. Yeah, some like fucked up art. Uh... And then Shahadi looked at him and it was just like, Ugh. Yeah, and I was just like, that wasn't funny. Yeah, and that didn't hit it, and that was like, why did he even put that in the movie? Yeah. Uh, but you know, the family dynamic I thought was still solid. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, there was a, there was a oh uh, the kill count joke. I laughed yeah. during that. I was like, I killed one. I was like, I killed like, two. Was like, I had the highest kill count. I'm driving, yeah. and I was just she like, was like no, you don't. I killed the person you thought you killed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought that was fantastic. I thought that played really well. I thought it was quick, and I thought it was great. There's one thing that separates, I don't know if it's just, you know, good horror movies or just Jordan Peele's style of of doing these, but when you have characters that actually react to situations the way you would. Like real people. (laughs) Like the simple fucking fix, like that alone gets you behind anything. The the whole clearing of that house with the with the daughter and the son. Yes. She picks up the nearest weapon. He picks up the nearest weapon. And they're just like, we got to kill them. <laughs> and that's it. There was no fumbling for keys. There mm-hmm. was no running in horror when you should have killed them yeah. when you had the chance kind of a deal. That kind of stuff it happened in Get Out when he was like getting out, yeah. like fighting for his life and, and figuring out any way possible. Like that stuff Jordan Peele needs to keep like doing. Yeah. That, that stuff, that's the stuff he should hold on to. But I do agree about like the misplaced humor. Yeah. I also think that Jordan Peele could have played the dad. <laughs> really, like, yeah, there was no benefit to having Winston, Winston Duke, Duke in yeah. that position, except for that he was from Black Panther, Black Panther and yeah. also Lupita Nyong'o. But I don't know. That doesn't really play any factor because he's kind of useless from the start. Yeah. In, in defending his family, yeah. he gets immediately maimed and <laughs> and has to deal with a bum yeah, leg. Yeah, which the is like movie. another thing I thought was funny was that like, obviously there's like a whole racial kind of disparity that goes on through this movie because yeah. they're a black family and most of the other people that are in this movie are white or lighter skin. Yep. Uh, so I think him playing that kind of character, him basically playing the quote unquote white dad 
in a horror movie, I think was a whole subversion of the the racial uh, play on horror movies. I thought that was really funny, but at the same time, you'd expect, or I guess if you're a racist, you you expect like the big black guy to kind of just like take power like with the baseball bat and he even was trying to do it he was just like yeah you're gonna get out of here we're we gonna have some problems yeah he like puts on a deep voice and yeah. stuff when he's trying to intimidate them and then it just it doesn't and then it doesn't work yeah like in the movie but i think it works outside of the movie watching that i thought was also a part of the humor but i think that was funny and i thought that was clever and i'm i thought that was like a good kind of like under sweeping of the whole cliche of like the white dad like the big yeah. dad's gonna protect you and it's like no this mom who's actually from underground is going to protect her family at all costs yeah i thought that was really cool and, and I, I mean uh, what bothered me a lot was the motivation behind um the original mm-hmm. lupita hey, i guess Patty. she she organized all adelaide. of this adelaide yeah adelaide so she organized all of this but Never did she mention the any person anything personal. She was just like, "I did this because these people have been suffering, and I became their leader through dance or whatever it was." And it wasn't ever like she did mention like you could have taken me with you, yeah. But she wasn't angry at her for taking her place, which I thought would have. I think worked, she was. I guess, but she was very methodical. She was very like. I'm on a mission to do this and that's it. It wasn't ever like you took my life away. You put me in this place. Hellhole. Yeah. To to live the rest of my life and with these crazy bad shit yeah. under 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 the world people. Yeah. <laughs> I the, uh, the best part about like the horror element of of the colony underneath was that everyone for some reason was doing the same thing in yeah. some way or another as their doppelganger up yeah. up on the surface. Uh, that scene where she's walking through and she's seeing you everything, see everything you, in, in the, the fair. Yeah. It was <laughs> delicious, wonderful, awesome. But they didn't focus enough on that, I think. And I don't know. It, there wasn't ever really a mission. It was just to hold hands across America. Yeah. Right? Like, it was just a demonstration, I guess. I don't know. I just didn't get the closure I wanted. Yeah. Or, you know, any semblance of of, of the bad guy's intention. It was just like, we're doing this to fuck shit up. That's it. And there was never, I'm fucking this shit up because you hurt me. I'm fucking this shit up because the government shouldn't have done this. It was just like, yeah, we're just doing it. Then again, most everyone didn't know how to speak English. So they were just like shouting at each other. <laughs> What did you think of that? Like, they were just, like, animals. They were or, just like, grunting. Yeah. Like, she, she seemed to be the only one in the family that had a higher function. Well, also because... But she, she, was, she was from she the was surface. From surface, yeah. But I also think that that's why she was the special one, why she was in charge, is because she wasn't even from that life. Yeah. Um, so when she did do the dance, the part that we see was basically her just, you know, being played around like with a doll, like a doll. Uh, and... I kind of love how even in the introductory scene when they when they first break into the house and she just like goes straight to the seat and she goes and she's doing that whole thing where she's covering her 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 face and like yeah. swipe, like sweeping her fingers and, and she's and, and she told and she even oh my god even from the first time she speaks when she has that voice yeah I fucking loved it and she was like you know let me tell you a story about this young girl who had a, a baby had a baby or fell in love whatever 
and Abraham was never like that. Like he obviously raped her a couple times. Yeah. And he, uh, she had to uh, first time have that baby. Like if you're you know under the ground, I'm sure you don't have the best medical help to have have you deliver a baby. And then the second one had to be cut out of you. Mm-hmm. All your all your Probably birthday scissors. all your birthday presents were you for were for you were soft and fluffy and all of them for me were were sharp and painful and mm-hmm. stuff and just like her going through that I think was enough for me to get her point it was she didn't have to specifically say you stole my life because everything that happened was torture for her so now she's going to torture you before she kills you mm-hmm. and that's what I got from it and I thought the the reason for their relationship was enough. I got closure from that. I thought it was uh, displayed enough without having to actually explicitly say it. Now, for the rest of the world, I'm not 100% sure, and I can always take a guess, but I kind of think them wanting to show who they were, that they were there, was the point. I think that they were like hands across America. Yes, from coast to coast, sea to shining sea, we are here. We've been here. You've just never noticed us. And now it's our turn in the sun. But where did they get the jumpsuits? Where did they get the scissors and the they gloves? Could, they could have made the, the jumpsuits from the skin of the rabbits. They, uh-huh. they could have made the scissors no. under the ground. What? <laughs> it's not hard to make scissors. <laughs> they, and What? <laughs> and, for, and honestly, I think that they said that you know the government abandoned us or whatever. I don't think the government abandoned them. I think there's a part of the small government that maybe also switched bodies with people from underneath that are that told them what to do or how to do it. The people that sh- that saw her dance, we don't know who they were. It could have been all the pe- underground people, but it also could have been people from that were not from. I don't know, man. It's a lo- it's a lot of conjecture. It's a lot of yeah. thinking outside the box, and it's a lot of stuff he doesn't give us. So I get your frustration with not having concrete closure yeah but all the theories that people are coming out with all the theories that i have in my own head and all the theories that i talk about with my other friends make this movie even better to me really yes not knowing and putting your own spin on it and thinking about what if what if what if i think makes this more of an experience than just what the movie is it makes this entire universe of what ifs and like all the questions that you just had can there be too many what ifs like why were they able why was the kid able to control his doppelganger but no one else could what do you mean remember when the kid just walked backwards into the fire oh yeah and because of the other kid doing it yeah why mm. why we never understood why they did it in who who was tethered to who and why they were doing it we never really know who has what power over another person and we never knew if it worked one way or both you know if only the people who in the light could tether the people in darkness, then maybe it works that way. But could it happen the other way? Because maybe. technically we've seen it happen with, with the dance. Was it the girl, was it, you know, Addie controlling Red or was it Red controlling Addie? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So like these are the questions that are just like, <laughs> and like, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's so cool. I'm not so convinced. I, I enjoyed like the 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 suspense that it would build and the characters like um like Elizabeth Moth Moss and mm-hmm. her and her husband and how like cartoonish they were, yeah. like vodka clock, I get yeah. my wife her medicine. And, and I loved how they were like the personification of the 
like quintessential like uh, comedy kind of driven black family in a normal um, horror movie. Like I they're, can see that. They're yeah. always like you know how the joke is black people are always the first to die. Yeah, they're the first to die. Yeah, and they're the white family. Yeah, and they have problems and they joke and they hate each other and the twins are creepy and the mom's a drunk and the dad's a deadbeat. Like yeah. All these different racial subversions of character work because it's fucking Jordan Peele. <laughs> like yeah. he does such a good job at it. What'd you think of that uh, fuck the police part where she was trying to Alexa call nine one one and it was like or call the police, call the police. and it was like, like call fuck, fuck, fuck the police. police. What'd you think of that as a bit of comedy in the middle of horror? I mean, I expected it. I didn't expect him to call the police. And it, it wasn't even uh, Alexa. What was it? It was, it was like something. A, I, I it was some off-brand thing. Yeah. But I thought that was funny, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I expected that. I expected something to go wrong. Just They were dead. It didn't really matter what was mm-hmm. going to happen. Um, I think I think it didn't take away. It, right. it kind of hit. Okay. I was expecting more significance behind things in the in the trailer. Like, for, for instance, the, the main thing was... When she tells her son to get into rhythm, mm-hmm. I thought that was going to come back or that was going to mean something yeah. later. Like maybe she would like, I know that the, the other kid had a burned up face, mm-hmm. but I was just like, oh, is this going to be a way she discerns her son from the other one yeah. or something? Or is that a thing they do? Like where did, like, I feel like there were a lot of, a lot of those things, a lot of things that possibly could mean something. But and then they're just, and then they're just like, no, we're not, not going to talk about yeah. that again. I feel like this movie was littered with that. Just a bunch of like, hey, remember that? Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> this looks good, right? Don't worry about it. Well, I mean, it. that also could just play to a mother trying to teach her son something. Do you have any theories or explanation as to what the coincidence is before the event happened? Remember like the Frisbee on the on the one dot mm-hmm. on the towel? And then she was talking about how she was just noticing a bunch of coincidences. Yeah. And that's how she thinks that she's getting closer to her or whatever just like things like that like it just seemed like they had an idea half-baked idea and they were like oh then and then we won't explain it (laughs) and it seems cheap to me especially coming from jordan peele because he didn't he didn't do that at all at get out you know and this is the one movie we have to reference it's not like he's come out with a bunch where i can be like oh he did that in this movie too but i don't know man it was just too many of those things that just added up. up and I was I was distracted and, and entertained by what was going on on screen but those things kept building and kept nagging at me uh, to its detriment in my opinion you know um, but that's what made you love the movie more so we're just a couple of relatively subjective <laughs> cousins on the podcast <laughs> uh, anyway um do you have anything else to say about this movie? Um, you want to talk about anything else? Any honest, parts? Honestly, I think I think we can I think we can wrap up. Um, I think we talked about all the cool parts that I liked. Uh, I think I talked about like the whole kind of like arc. Um, I really liked how kind of at the end, even like the son was like questioning, and I loved that little beat with when she actually did kill Red. She even sounded like them uh and i even loved how the reason behind why she has that voice is because she was choked out she when she was a kid yeah. so like that 
I think those were the important things that kind of kept going. But I, I agree that maybe there were some other things that he thought maybe would make more sense if were, they were to fo- be in follow up, followed up, but then maybe just decided not to. I don't know his. I don't know his reasoning. He, yeah. you know, he didn't return my call. Yeah, um, I wouldn't accuse him of being of lazy writing because I don't think that he would do that to us. But <laughs> I just, you know, I don't know. It seemed like amateur stuff coming from a master of suspense and horror. I wouldn't call it amateur. I would just say it amateur for him. I mean, like I it's like something I the, wouldn't expect the from him. The main points that I think he were he was making that wanted to hit hit, and there were only a few points that maybe didn't. But I think overall, it it was a fully contained beautiful story. All right. You hear why he went or why he when someone asked him why like the rabbits like what do they mean and stuff, he said. Uh, have you ever looked at a rabbit? It's fucking creepy. <laughs> He's like, have you ever looked? Have you ever? And it's and it's true. Remember the the opening like sequence where they zoom just zoomed in on, on a rabbit and it just zooms yeah. out. Yeah, that they, whole wall of rabbits. Yeah, they those eyes are like human eyes almost. Have creepy. you have you ever seen a uh, a shaved rabbit? No, but Look I don't want to. No, have you ever seen a shaved it's, bear? Yes, That's terrifying. It's super terrifying. That's a werewolf. It's fucking as far as I'm concerned. Scary. All right. How many shaved werewolves out of ten do you give this? I, I can't do that. That's not that's not <laughs> part of it. Um, how many? Uh, <laughs> how many? Let me phrase this correctly. Um, Silence. He's gonna think of something. Don't worry, I'm folks. Think, I'm thinking. That's He's my thinking, thinking sound. Thinking very hard. <laughs> his, 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 his silence. Sound. His is thinking nothing. sound. Got it. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm, how many badly timed Michael Jackson references out of ten do you give this? Right? Because I was like the thriller shit. I was like, no, Ooh. damn, that documentary hit just when it was supposed to. <laughs> That's what I saw. I saw the second part of that. There you go. It was horrible. <laughs> Still bad. Yep. Anyway, how many badly timed uh, Michael uh, Jackson references out of ten I'm do you giving, give this? I'm giving this totally eight badly timed Michael Jackson references out of ten. Uh, like I said before, I thought this movie definitely hit on the points it wanted to hit. Uh, there may be, there may have been some points where it wanted to hit that felt a little flat. But I don't think it took too much away from the story. I still thought as a scary movie, it was scary enough. It may not have scared me enough, but it was still scary enough, I think, for the normal viewer. And just because I love scary movies, so it's hard to scare me. Yeah. But um, I thought as... Well, compared to Get Out, just because we only have the one movie, uh, it wasn't as good, obviously, from what we were talking about. But... I still think it was a good, like, notch on his belt. I definitely okay. thought. I definitely think that this is another movie where he's gonna learn from, and he's gonna just give her, give us bigger and better stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he got some really good people to play in it, and I'm excited to see where it goes. Nice. Okay. I would totally say 100% go see this in the movies. Yes, I'd say that too. Um, let's see how many, <laughs> how many uh, random dead neighbors. Out of ten, I'm gonna give this just one less than you. Seven random dead neighbors out of ten. Um, I didn't enjoy it as much as you did because of all of the surmounting, just throwaway references and and half explanations. In my opinion, um, half splations. The, half splations. 
And but I did enjoy the concept. It was very original. It was very creepy. It was super suspenseful. There were t- there were times where you just didn't know what was gonna happen. Yeah, and it was great. Yeah, I, I was I was kind of convinced that she was gonna murder everyone <laughs> in that in that house. The that one it's scene, be me. like, and she was just gonna be the lone survivor and fuck shit up. But I was wrong. But it's fine because more suspenseful things happened after that. Um, I to your point, it it does seem like it was a not as good attempt. But yeah, I hope he just comes out with a third movie that's as mind blowing as Get Out, but as long as Us. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm down for that. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. 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 Okay, so that was our review of Us, everyone, if you haven't been paying attention. Um, <laughs> um, and next week, we're going to watch something else, right? Dumbo! Dumbo comes out next week? Yep, three days. Fuck yeah, okay. I'm not a fan of Tim Burton, but I'm I'm more excited about this movie than I have been for Maybe Tim Burton stuff. Mine, yeah, see, that's creepy. <laughs> that's creepy. I'm going to cry. Like that. Uh, uh, if Dumbo can make me cry, you know it's a good movie. I hope Danny DeVito <laughs> comes out in his penguin costume in this one. <laughs> Did you hear the joke? He's coughing up blood. It was, a, uh, <laughs> uh, it was a meme. It was uh, Danny DeVito uh, and the, like his, his manager. He's like, Tim Burton called. And, and, and uh, he goes like, hold on, let me get my top hat. Yeah. <laughs> and he just put the top hat on. Yeah. Because he's been in three Tim Burton movies and in all three he's been wearing Wait, top Wait, don't hat. tell me. Is it Dumbo Counts? As the yes, one of the three? Okay. Um, then Batman Returns. And... He's, what? what was he in? Tell me. I have to look it up because I don't even know the name <sighs> of the movie. Uh, what's the name Danny DeVito? DeVito. Do you remember anything Top else about hat. the movie? <laughs> um, oh, it was... Um, this one. But what is the name of this movie? Uh, Beetlejuice, <laughs> The Nightmare Before Christmas, what, what, The what Corpse is, Bride. What, what movie is this? Frankenweenie. Oh, is, Big Fish. Big Fish. I haven't seen Big Fish. I have. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, everyone, if uh, you have any thoughts, any questions, anything at all, really. Comments, concerns, criticisms. You can, you can reach us through gmail at relatively subjective at gmail.com you can reach us on twitter at rel pod or on facebook or instagram under relatively subjective just look for our cartoon faces and <laughs> you reach the right we place i mean like, uh, it's what, our cartoon it's faces like cartoon faces are our yeah, logo cartoon faces. Um, but yeah everyone um <laughs> until next time may us <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I got five on it. I enjoyed that they kept that. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, the jump, 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 dum dum. Very creepy for Very. a rap song. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, it like fed the the uh, the, um, the vibe vibe for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Seriously, go see them. At, go go see, see it in theaters. Bye. Bye.